Welcome to the Strawberry Patch Podcast. The Strawberry Patch Podcast is where we give you solid, trustworthy, and raw advice. By bringing you effective, real, relatable examples to improve your dating experiences, friendships, and marriages. We are your hosts, Jasmine and Simone. All right, so thank you guys for joining us again, and let's jump in. So let's give an update on our lives, right? So I'm married. <laughs> marriage life is going okay. I'm going to be honest, marriage is hard. If anybody has told you that marriage is not hard, they freaking lied. They lied, 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 lied. Because life gets in the way of your marriage a lot of times and like you'll just be you'll be on so go mode and because you guys know me I'm an entrepreneur first so all of my business and stuff usually comes before I even think about my relationship which hurts it sometimes and so we're we me and my husband and he's also an entrepreneur and I know that both of us because we have that hustler's mindset most of the times sometimes we will forget the other person but we have to make conscious effort every single day that we're going to make the other person feel special that that other person is not just here for the ride because yes we are each other's ride or die but at the end of the day we are here for each other and so I kind of like last week I'm gonna be honest we had like a falling out but me and hubby are good we have rebuilt we were able to have like other another couple that we were able to talk to and honestly you guys that are listening if you can have friends or have other trusted individuals who have been in your journey especially when you're talking about marriage who have gone over the hurdles that you are going through talk to them see what it is that worked for them everything may not work for you you can try what works and then just discard the stuff that doesn't but at least to see and know that you have people you know, that you were able to kind of go to makes a huge difference in your marriage. So that's, that's my update for the marriage part. That's good. And, yeah. and, and I applaud you because that was like true transparency. Yes. Like true oh, transparency. Man. The part the part that you can acknowledge that the fact that you guys are both hustlers, but you realize that sometimes that take priority over your actual marriage. Yeah. Like, that's your transparency and openness there. And I appreciate you for sharing that. Because I think a lot of people can probably stop and from hearing what you said, really reconsider, okay, their priorities and what they put before their marriage and probably start trying to determine where the problems are starting. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can stop and really analyze your situation and see where you guys may have thrown each other off or where the relationship started to fall. Mm-hmm. You guys yeah, can always go back and fix it. Mm-hmm. And it's a refocus. It's and you notice that. That's awesome. Well, she's the married one and I'm the single one. <laughs> and right now, I mean, dating is pretty uh, pretty dry right now. Really? It's pretty dry. I mean, I don't necessarily have a boyfriend that I'm talking to. Um, I've had guys try to talk to me, guys try to get what my is number. necessarily? Because I know necessarily for me, back when I was dating, was like, we weren't really together, but we were together. No, dating for me, like, no, it's a, it's official. Like, I am your girl, you're my guy. That's, for me, that's my interpretation well, yeah, of it. I agree. I agree on that. When you're actually dating, dating, 
It's like yeah, you're official, official. Exactly, because I've never been the type. You know, they like to say, "Girl, go and enjoy yourself. You're young. You ain't gotta settle down right now." I totally get that, and I appreciate that. However, I've come to terms that I'm not that type of girl. Like, I'm not gonna date multiple guys. I'm sorry. You know, I can really? I can multitask in other areas of my life, but that one thing I cannot do because if I'm all into a person, I'm all into a person. I I can't I can't. So if if we're talking, of course, you know, we're talking in the beginning, kind of seeing if this is a relationship we want to pursue in the dating realm of things, and if it is, then we take that next step. Now I can talk to multiple people, so I can oh, interview okay, okay. who I'm trying to date. But once I say I'm dating you, then that's it. And then because I personally date for marriage, my dating is intentional. Right, always. So okay. right now, hmm. it's kind of dry. I mean, out of respect of a special person that's in my life, I won't say okay. much about that. <laughs> but um it's uh y'all she's got a lid on it something she's got a little bit of we'll a lid see. on it y'all just pray for you girl okay keep my focus she's going through it keep my focus <laughs> in, a, in a good way though in a good way okay i'm learning a whole lot we're hoping for the best that's what we're doing we're praying and hoping for the best for her because i want what's best for her thank you always thank you and so thank you she's she's learning i'm learning a whole lot about myself and about others how long me. have you actually been dating? I just want to ask that question. What do you mean dating? Yeah, just dating. How long have you been? Because oh, for me, oh. But, okay, so maybe that's also something that we have to define too. What do you consider dating? The last time I actually dated somebody was 2018. Oh. So the what this? 19, 20, 21, 22, four so years. That's why I, I said I think I think that's why it's, there's a difference because when I say when I think dating experience, mm -hmm. I am not just talking about me saying to someone, "You're my boyfriend, you're my girlfriend," and that's dating. Mm -hmm. I'm including all the dates that I went out with somebody, and I okay. was like, I went out to dinner. Okay. I met up with this guy. It didn't work out, but that's still dating. You were dating. You well, went out. You went on a you date. On a, yeah, yeah, that's dating. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is. I guess yeah. that is, certain that's things broad. Yeah, th yeah, that's a broad yeah. aspect of it. So, if you want to go down that route, I would probably say last week. Really? Yeah. So her dating experience, relationships, is not dry, guys. It's not dry. She's doing the things. Look, it's complicated right now. She's doing the thing. I am going out. If you're classing, if you're classifying yeah, going out dating. on a date, dating, then that's it. You know. Yeah. Okay. You're not, not doing anything like for real, for real. You're not. You're not even not looking at prospects. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I can. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. I'm so glad that we're having this because, like. I'm pretty sure there's many other people think the same yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. People are, people are probably listening and they're like, you know why I never thought about it like that? Or, hey, that's me. Which is very important. And we're actually going to get into that 
Um, so I'm going to hold this thought, or should I just go ahead with it? Well, today's question of the day, so we're yeah. going to jump into it anyway. Today's question of the day is about basically love languages and how we express love yep. and how we receive love. But not only love, but respect. So how do you let someone else know how to respect you? And how do you actually express respect for another person and their opinions and what they choose or choose not to do and say to you? On that note, what I was going to say is I've learned in my past relationships, you have to make sure that you're communicating in a way that the other person can receive what you're saying. Yeah, always. Now, granted, some people just won't ever understand what you're saying. Like, I'm not going to act like, you know, that doesn't exist. Some people just will never get what you're saying. And that's maturity. Exactly. Um, you have to you have to learn how to pull away. You have to learn to let go and understand mm-hmm. where things are just at. It is what it is. However, um, when you have someone in your life, rather be dating, marriage, or whatever, or friendship, um, like, like friendship, yeah, all of them. Communication is key. Mm-hmm. Having to really hear the person out Effective and understand. Communication is key. That is true. Because you can communicate all day long. If I send you an email, that is me communicating. But if you told me that you didn't want to receive anything in an email and you would prefer for me to call you, call me. Call you. I have to call you. And you, in turn, would email me because that's my form of communication Communication. and how to receive it. So That's why we're talking about (laughs) Definitely learning the love language, learning how you communicate with the people around you. Mm -hmm. So... On that, I've learned to, one, if a person say they don't understand what I'm saying or if I'm not seeing the result of my request, then I don't just automatically attack that person and say you're not listening or you don't understand. Mm -hmm. I have to now kind of do a reflection in myself and really consider, am I communicating this in a way where this person can understand? It Mm -hmm. also kind of goes back, just to give you like a realistic example, it goes back to grade school. You have so many different students, right? And you have one teacher. However, every now and again, that teacher has to go to a particular student and teach them in a different way Mm -hmm. because they may not understand it the way she's broadly giving it. So we can't assume that Mm -hmm. everyone's going to understand what should be common sense to everybody else. So I I know like in the current friendships that I have now, one in particular, I have to, before I attack and say anything, Mm -hmm. I have to stop and really ask myself, well, have I communicated exactly in a way where this person can get it? Now, if I can say, well, no, I dropped the ball on this, or I dropped the ball on that, or if I didn't communicate, if I don't understand my friends, uh, how they communicate, then it's going to fall because we're not here. And another part to that too is, and I learned this like in a romantic relationship, you have to ask yourself and ask your spouse before you guys communicate on some serious note, like what if the topic is very serious. You have to really consider if y'all been having communication problems or you feel like the next person don't listen, are you in the space to receive that? Mm. Because sometimes you guys both can be effective communicators, but depending on the topic of the situation, you could be at a place where you're not ready to receive it. Mm -hmm. So you're literally, exactly. So you're literally talking, but this person's not getting it because they may not be in the mind space. Like I had a friend who like, I mean, 
their mind was on a whole bunch of different stuff. They was having a really nice day and I'm still thinking about a particular situation. So for me, I want to talk about it and get it out. And as I'm talking, they're like, they what are you talking ready. about? Yeah, they were like, where are you coming from? Exactly, where are you coming from? And then I had to realize, and you know, my immaturity at the time had me, you don't even care. You're not considering it. <laughs> But as I grew and matured past so it, quick. exactly, I had to realize, dude, no. Yeah, have dude. you gotten this person in a space where they can, where they're in the mindset to receive it? Yeah, for some communication, that's highly necessary. And like I said, that's not even just in the dating world. That's in the marriages as well and even in friendships. If your yeah. friend is not, that's why it's so funny to me when people talk about back and forth how basically their interpretation of showing love is being honest right everyone will claim oh i'm just straight up honest i'm the realist i just throw (laughs) it out there but if you're not giving that honesty and love Mm -hmm. and if you don't have that other person's true like well-being in mind first and you're just going off and telling them whatever it is you know or you know giving them information but you got no love behind it they will feel that and you will break that relationship just because of it. So exactly. Which leads to what type of love language? So I have a question for you. Well, I mean, we're going to pass for an ad break and we're back guys. Yeah. So my question to you, Jasmine is what is your love language? My love language. I have taken that test, but it was a long time ago. And I'll be honest. Um, it has changed since then. Mm. It used to be touch. It's not touch. <laughs> my love language is gifts and acts of service. Mm. Those are my two love languages. Really? Yeah. I never met anyone like you. Can you explain the touch? <laughs> <laughs> no, because like, for the most part, when I ask other people, I don't really get a lot of that. I may get like, okay, yeah, my love language is gifts. Um, but the touch part, explain mm-hmm. that. It used to be touch because, well, first off, I'm going to be honest and vulnerable on this one, but I was, um, taken advantage of as a child. So I used to crave the touch part of being in someone's relationship or being in a relationship where the person actually loved me. Mm. And I'm not saying that my parents didn't. Give me the hugs and the love and the kisses. I love y'all. I know y'all listen to the podcast. But it wasn't to it wasn't for someone outside of the house, you know? So like it was different when you know it's different between a hug that you get from your parents and a hug that you yeah. know a friend gives you or <laughs> you know, your boo crush yeah. or something like that. So it was just a different feeling. Um, so I think that's why touch was originally my my definitely my love language but then after I think and I'm not saying that having the the love language of touch is bad Mm -hmm. but after me diving deep and going to counseling and doing the work for therapy I finally realized that having the touch as my love language was not healthy for me Mm. because it was also causing me to be the crazy girl that was out at the club wanting guys to touch rub and do all the things and I was like ma'am that's not gonna get me my husband and it didn't so but it did get me in a hell of a lot of trouble so (laughs) I'm glad that I didn't wind up having you know children out of it but it is a piece or portion of my lifestyle from previous that I'm like you know I'm glad God delivered me from that and that that's not that's not the form of 
of, you know, love language now. Yeah, nice. But yeah, so gifts, of, gifts and acts of service is definitely the thing now. Because now I'm like, shoot, you love me? Prove it. Ah, <laughs> you love me? You. Prove it. You, you okay. love me? And I'm not even saying like it has to be expensive because that's not it either. The acts of service is higher for me. Just because mm. doing an act for me is just, at least, it lets me know that you thought of me. Mm-hmm. So my husband, he'll buy me the flowers. He'll buy me food while he's out. Or he'll buy me pads and stuff on my period. Or give me a little basket when it Aww. is time. Like So it's stuff like that that I'm like, okay, he actually does care about me. So it's yeah. just, it's active service for me. She's been, it's the acts of service. She's being me. very transparent, y'all. <laughs> like, I love it. That's I what love we're it. doing. Real, raw relationship advice. Yes. Oh my, um, my love language is uh, quality time. <gasps> really? I, I, I love quality time. Okay. Um, you know, for me, I've never been the one to grow up with a lot of things. Um, so it's like it doesn't phase me, you know, and I'm not one of the one of those girls that's like, okay, I need this and I need that. Like right. I've not never materialistic. Exactly. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. And even just with like other things, like if if it's if it's handmade, that means more to me than actually being bought. Okay. Um, but okay. outside of all of that, my love language is quality, quality time. time. I do like spend time with me. Yeah, and I guess that can fall into active service because now you're providing your time. You're providing that space for us to kind of really get to know each other more and spend time. Because I feel like you, I've learned from a great mentor of mine that you can't know or know or learn someone without truly observing them. Right. And I feel okay. like yeah. for me, if I'm going to really learn you, really get to know you mm-hmm. and really pour myself into or really kind of like really share each other's lives. I can only do that with spending quality time. Now the okay. quality time, it doesn't have so to be. So that's what I was about to ask. So like what kind, what defines as quality time for you? What, what kind of activities? It doesn't have to be an activity or is it just like y'all could be sitting in a room? Just... No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter where it's at. Mm. It doesn't matter what's being done. Okay. It just matters about that, that person. Exactly. That you're there. And that goes beyond a romantic relationship for me. I love my family. I love my friends. Yeah. You know, when I'm in the mood, I'll come, you know, I spend time. Because <laughs> not all the time I like going out and stuff. I'm in the mood. <laughs> but when I do, when you do have me, you have my time. You have my yes. attention. It is just the intentionality of it all for me. So. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't I have like to that. be. I don't care where we are. We could be in a house. We could be at a restaurant. It doesn't matter. We're here. As long as, yeah, as long as it's the two of y'all together. Exactly. Or even multiple people, but it's still quality time. I like that. Okay, so now that we've discussed what our love languages are, mm-hmm. how do we express those love languages to other people? So how do we let them know that that is our preferred love language? Well, first thing first with your mouth. Okay, and let me explain Do what I mean by that. Do you actually tell people? You have to. Cause people are not mind readers. You, people are not mind readers. 
we can't how you because once again we're all different we yeah. all come from a different walk of life different background so you have to start with your mouth expressing that open it open up your mouth tell them the okay. person cannot expect to just show you love the way you want it if they're still in a process of getting to know you getting to know you means that you are now disclosing information to them okay. and one of that is your love language so if you're trying to determine what's a person love language mm. or you want them to learn about you communicate effectively hey i just wanted to express this is how i see relationships this is my expectations this is my love language this is how i communicate right and they bring that to the table and we see how we can come to a common ground mm. where it can work for each other if you do not communicate i feel like and i've learned because i've been on that side where i've blamed people without reasonable explanations <laughs> however i've matured enough to the point where right. i can't complain if i if never told you yeah true and that's the thing. Okay, so that's why. All right, so with this this direction that we're going in, would you say that you need to express that on a first day, or is this something like once you've gotten to like, would you have to talk a little more to before you told them your love language and preferred way? I think it depends on both of the individuals because depending on that person and character, because sometimes because you have a good judge of character, mm -hmm. you can kind of read a person. You know, you don't, you may not know their whole life, right? but you can kind of tell if this is someone that you can see yourself talking to another day, you okay. know? Right. And I, I guess based off of that Based first, off that feeling. Exactly. Based off that intuition, then you can judge if this is a conversation we need to have now, or maybe I need to get to know you first before revealing my Exactly. Based mm -hmm. off of your observation. Impressions but are everything. But here's the thing, and that's too why I think so many dating experiences, and that's why I love the episode of the interview, and y'all do too, but the episode of the interview, it should be done with every relationship that you have, especially yes. when we're talking about dating. And even friendships, right? So if you're able to have that conversation with that person about your love language and they're able to explain the love language that they have for, to you, you would honestly be able to grow that relationship a lot faster because they'll then be able to communicate to you their love or not love. Because if they already know your love language and they choose not to do it, you already know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> you can take your bags and go. Like, exactly. I don't have to keep going back and forth with you on this. This is something that's just tried and true. I know what works for me. This is what works for me. If you choose not to do it. Exactly. Like, at that point, if it's, let's say, the first time you guys are meeting, going out or whatever, um, from there, you can determine, okay... Is he worth telling, like, really how yeah. about certain things? Yeah. If you see him again, like, if you see yourself dating him again, if mm -hmm. so, then yes. But if he comes, or if the girl comes to you, and, I mean, they're outrageous. Like, I saw this one video of a girl telling this guy that he has to pay for her food plus her kids' food that wasn't even on a date with them. Yeah, that's a whole nother story in itself. That's but, all extra. <laughs> but if you have someone that's outrageous like that or just who's so obnoxious... <laughs> I, I, obnoxious? I'm saying Obnoxious? There you go. <laughs> but if you have someone like that, um, then you just know off-rip, yeah, this ain't happening no more. Mm. Then, yeah, save your, save your time, save your breath. Um... All right, and now we're going to pause for an ad. And guys, we are back. All right, so let's finish this conversation up because we only have a few more minutes left. 
But let's talk about the second half. So now we've talked about how we express love and how we receive love. How do we then do respect? Because love and respect are not interchangeable. Respect is just me saying, like, because even if you guys disagree, you can always respect a person. Mm -hmm. You can say, I don't agree with what you just did. <laughs> I didn't like it. But I'm going to respect you. I'm going to respect your decision on whatever else you said or what else, you know, you agreed to that I probably didn't agree to as well. Well, Jasmine, I'm going to turn that question back to you because how do you handle that in marriage? Girl, like <laughs> I said, marriage is a whole battlefield, man. So here's the thing. At the very least, some days, I'm going to be honest, I may not feel like loving my husband, but I always respect him mm -hmm. because I understand what it's like. I understand where he's coming from. And I know that always his heart is in the right place with me. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of helps it going forward and how I respond to certain things. Because if there is ever a disagreement or something that, something else that just, you know, makes it, makes it wild and crazy in our marriage, I always know that because I respect him in such a high manner mm -hmm. and I do hold my husband with such regard, I can choose to love him always. Because of that respect. Mm -hmm. It's because I've told myself and built in myself my respect towards him. He may not have done anything to earn that respect. Well, but he has. I'm just saying, like, you yeah. know. But if he, even if he hadn't done, it is a mindset thing first going off. Am I going to choose to respect this person? Mm -hmm. And that's with any relationship. Not just marriages. That's anything. So even when I'm talking about like my friends and stuff, I respect every single one of my friends, what their hustle is, what they do, how they live. But if I disagree with them, I still hold that respect first. It's like, hey, sis, I love you as a sister, friend, whatever. Don't like didn't like what you said to me. Didn't like what you did. I think it was, you know, kind of effed up. But I respect you, so it, it causes you to approach them in a different way than you just going off on someone. And, like, sometimes it's necessary for somebody to get chewed out. Like, sometimes it is. But when it's not, you have because you have that respect for a person, it causes you to think before you act. That's all. That's a big difference. It just makes you pause to think before you act. And I think that, like you said, that goes in all relationships. I think... What kind of helps me to remember that is, you know, it depends on your belief system. But for me, I keep in mind that first, you're God's child. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for yeah. me, it kind of helps me to remember, okay, I have a very high honor and reverence for my Heavenly Father. So before I approach another soul, I have to be mindful of anything that I'm about to yes. do. Um, so automatically, you have a level of respect from me because... And it goes into compassion. It goes into yes. um, being humble and understanding that you're not perfect either, that you make mistakes mm -hmm. too, and that the same thing that you may be going or judging up for or maybe criticizing up for, you may yourself have done it. Yep. If not now, then at least or in the past. Yeah. Exactly. Or may even do it in the future. future. And you yeah. don't even know. So it kind of keeps you grounded. It keeps yes. you low. It keeps you constantly at a place of, you know what? Anything can happen. Don't like. Don't come with a judgmental hierarchy type of spirit. You know. Right. Don't don't do that. And just if you can keep yourself humble, then you're kind of always yeah. gonna have that openness to respect and just hear somebody else out. Yeah. No matter, and it also doesn't matter their tea of life. 
Yes. Because that's the thing. That's why I said it ha- It boils down to respect. And it's not really a respect of the type of person. Just mm-hmm. people in general. If you learn how to respect pe- other people in general, your life will be a lot more smooth. Because you understand going into conversations or interactions. Like, even, even like, minor stuff. Like, driving. Okay, driving in Florida is crazy because people don't know how to drive and we have tourists all the freaking time. But because I respect them, I'm not going to flip them off. I'm just like, you know what? I may scream and yell in my car. Trust and believe like Simone's heard it. I have screamed and yelled in my car or been like, why would you do that? Like kind of thing. But at the end of the day. It's not something that I would ever say to them unless I'm put in that situation. I don't know. They got out the car. You might. No, I need Jesus because I would I would purposely drive slow next to you and look at you while I'm driving because you just did something stupid. And I dare you to put your window down so I can tell you what I'm thinking. But see, that's what I'm saying. So, like, if Y'all they took it that extra step, I don't know. We might have some fighting words that day. But in general, I'm pretty peaceful. Like... Right. That's what, yeah. Like, yeah, we're nice we're people. Peaceful. We're respectful peaceful. people. We're, yeah, we're good. We're decent. <laughs> we're decent. Well, let me say, I got We're she decent. She said, well, we're, de- yeah, we are decent. Okay. We're good, to civilized people. Okay. Just don't push me. That's all. And I think everybody got that. I think that, yeah, like, everybody has that point. Everybody, even the meekest person, still has a point. They're just like, hey. If you say this, you do this, you mess with this, we might have some problems. <laughs> Catch these hands! <laughs> like, Catch peace friends. I come with the peace. I come with the peace. Don't worry about it. Yo, but this is also why I love the podcast, y'all. Because this is where we're able to at least assist you guys in making better life choices. Exactly. <laughs> guys, so remember to consider yourself before you attack somebody, before you yes. jump to conclusions, before you assume. Always get all of the information before you assume anything so that you can have oh, yes. a better assess of the situation. Yes, and if you don't already know their love language already, to be able to express love to them in a way that's effective, that they'll receive it, ask them go ahead i i I definitely want to challenge you guys go ask the people in your lives what is your love language if you guys don't know what i'm gonna do for you guys this episode is provide you the love languages website that you can go to to take the quiz so then that way you will know go ahead and email the strawberry patch podcast at gmail.com and I will send it over to you. Make sure you put in the subject line, love languages, and we'll send it over to you. Exactly, guys. And I also want to say something because um, you, you kind of reminded me. So I was always taught that the people in our lives can, you know, depending on who they are, it could be a mirror to you, right? Mm, Meaning yes. that sometimes you don't know your own self. You yeah. don't see your own self, right? So the people that you have close in your life can kind of tell, tell you a you. little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So on... In addition to Jasmine, taking you know, exactly, taking yeah. the quiz, definitely, if you ask a person with their love language and they say, I don't know, then definitely recommend taking the quiz. Um, however, you ask a friend, you ask a significant other, the husband, the wife, whatever. You can also, well, I notice you do this a lot. I notice you do that a lot. Mm-hmm. I notice you require this. I notice this makes you happy. Yes. I notice this brings joy or whatnot. Um 
And from there, you know, hmm, I can consider what my friend is saying. This person is being a mirror to me. So now I can look at a reflection of that. And that kind of helps you determine. And it's also definitely relationship building when you do that. Because now at that point, you guys are doing self-discovery. But you're doing self-discovery for that person together. And that is beautiful. So. No, it is. Beautiful discovery. In the year of 2023, we want to get better in every area, right? Every. But definitely relationships. So we're here for your friendship, your marriages, and your dating experiences. We want to make sure we provide these things to you guys because it's real out here. It really is. And it's hard out here. <laughs> and the way everything has advanced and the way technology is or where the way social media is just, oh my God, taking over everything yeah. Dating is not what it once was. Marriages are falling through the crack. Not yeah. nobody's staying long anymore. So we want to help you guys to see the status quo of today. Yes, and we just want to be able to at least give you guys some examples to show a little more love in the world, like yes. in whatever ways that is possible. Um, all right, guys. Well, that is all that we have for today. Thank you so much, and see y'all later. Bye. Remember, Veggie Tales has no strawberries. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. And if you enjoyed this episode, click the like button, subscribe to our channel, and share a review. We so much appreciate every single one of you. And if you're not already following us on social media, you can find us at THA underscore Strawberry Patch on Instagram and TSP underscore Podcast on TikTok. You can also go ahead and check out our podcast apparel and gifts on our website at jthomesanddecor.com. Just click on podcast and shop. Remember guys, your relationship is what you make it. So do all that you can to to live live in peace with with everyone. everyone.